Hey folks, welcome back to the Friday show here on the Culture Jack Podcast. My name is Dustin. I'll, I'll be your host today. And today, I have a guest. <laughs> well, it'd be wrong to call him a guest, really. He's actually my co-host. It's Anthony. Anthony, welcome to the Friday show. Thank you for coming. I prefer you'd say co-founder. <laughs> I thought he's, about it. He's actually <laughs> the founder. He's the father of Culture Jack. I'm the mother. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what well, a start. I mean, that may be our best, our, our best start. Uh, impossible, uh, but entirely likely. Uh, this is the Friday show. And on the Friday show, we t- typically talk about things that I want. Now, it's weird and strange, but good in a good way in having a co-host here to help me make my way along the Friday show. For anyone that's been paying attention I've talked about how a scripted podcast, a podcast where I have a better idea of what I'm going to talk about and how I'm going to do that is much easier for me. So going unscripted, so going off the books, off the cuff is a little bit more difficult, but it's a lot more easy uh, when I've got a friend here. I I, I think uh, a friend and a brother. Uh, So what I wanted to ask you to kick off the show today and we'll see where it goes. If you've listened to any of our other <laughs> our other joint podcasts as of late, as we've been doing more and more of them, uh, you'll you'll realize, or you'll you have realized that it's very random, very random in our conversation. Uh, so this one, we're going to start off. What handheld video game devices have you owned in the past, and which one was your favorite, and why? Wow. Okay. Uh I've, I mean, I've owned a lot, right? I mean, I'm like a Game Boy, uh, what was the Sega one? The, the, the Game Gear. Game Gear, that was that was pretty cool. Prob, I mean, not a phone, right? We're not talking about a phone. Not yet. Yeah, I mean. But I want to. Uh, okay, well, we'll get to that you, then. My intentions. That's, that's not a actual <laughs> game specific. Your, your mother actually called me and she was like, what are your intentions with my son? <laughs> I said, my intentions with your son is to talk about mobile gaming devices, mobile ga- okay. especially mobile cell phones. But we'll talk, we'll start with uh, the nostalgia of okay. older game devices. Um, so probably my favorite of gaming specific devices, ones that are created specifically for that, not, not mobile. Right. Probably the... Uh, what was it? The PS Vita or something? The PS. Uh, okay. Not the Vita, because the Vita was digital, right? The, the PSP. PSP. Yes, it yeah, was yeah. the PSP, dude. I remember. <clears throat> so, I was one of the one of the guys that got the PSP right when it came out, and it was fucking pretty cool for what it was, dude. I remember it's flying so on planes. Looking. Oh, it was, and it was slick. It, it was cool. The the the. Uh, Controls on it were really good. The graphics at the time were, were pretty good. Um, yeah, and I remember flying on planes and being like, being that guy that was like, whoosh, I'm playing a game, motherfucker. What are you doing over Where there? Where were you hiding that PSP? Wait, wait, I wasn't hiding it. What do you uh, mean? Well, I mean, you whipped it out. Where'd you whip oh, it out from? I had a nice, nice little case, little travel case with <laughs> well, it. You had like a, a scabbard that a normal person. Went out, whoosh, like, where did he? I'm like, I'm equipped. <laughs> <laughs> equipped and ready so so that would be my my uh probably my go-to because there was a lull in handheld games there for a hot minute i mean the game boy was cool as a kid the uh the sega was cool 
as a kid. And then there was like nothing that I can recall for quite some time. And at the, at that moment I was still playing PlayStation regularly and I was playing Xbox regularly. And that came out and I was traveling a lot and it, it just, dude, I played the shit out of it, dude. And it had those like discs in the, in a case, you know what I'm saying? Like a weird cartridge thing. Yeah. They, they were like a hybrid of like yeah. a disc and a cartridge. Yeah. And, and yeah, that, that was my jam, dude. That was my thing. What, what, what was your uh, go-to or your favorite portable gaming device? Well, I'd say the Nintendo Switch is the best one out there. Well, yeah, I wasn't going to say the Nintendo <laughs> Switch because that's that's a that's a hybrid because it's it can also pose as a thing because it is the best and, and without I, argument. Uh, um, so the one that immediately jumped to my mind when I asked the question because I'd prepared for it for three days before I actually asked you the question, and so I, I caught you <laughs> off guard. But I am I've prepared a very good answer. Uh, was the, uh, the the Sega Game Gear? Uh, I like that one the best. The thing about the Game Gear. It was like this bulky machine, uh, in, comparatively to the Game Boy, and uh, the only game that I ever remember playing on it. No, that's a lie. I was going to say Streets of Rage, but uh, I also remember playing Echo the Dolphin. Do you remember? Oh yeah, <laughs> the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin. Well, it was color. I mean, that was the thing. Like the jam on it. It was that's right color, and you could do Mortal Kombat on it. You could do a handful of games and dude, I loved it. It was huge though. That fucking thing was bulky. Yeah. It was. it was, it was bulky. And I would have said that. However, I felt like, uh, thinking back to, to those things, it was just too limited. And with the place, like I said, with the PlayStation for me was, it was very slick. It was very clean. And I had at the time when it came out, I had like five or six games that were really cool. Madden was one of them. Um, I can't remember the other games, but Gex. I remember yeah, so I don't know. Maybe Gex. Uh, it's funny that neither of us mentioned the Game Boy, which is probably the most mm. prolific. Dude, so of many the gaming devices. So many hours spent on it. Um, so many hours. Uh, predominantly for me for Game Boy was Tetris, and I don't know if that was the same for you. No, but Pokemon was it? Yeah, really. Oh shit! You know what? We missed a whole thing too, dude. The DSs and shit. Oh, I had DSs. Yeah, no, I, I still have DSs, dude. I think DS is probably the one that I've purchased the most of. Oh, like, no, for me, for sure, too, dude, for yeah, sure. They had so many iterations of the DS. Yeah, well, and if you have, in my, in, for me, it was my kids. Right. I got the regular DSs, and then the, the bigger D, the DX, DS XL or whatever right. came out, and then it was the D, the 3D DS, where it's like, oh, my God. And I remember when that came out, and it was like, this is cool. And then the 2DS, which didn't have the flip screen, but was just a open face yep. one. Yep. Um, however, I didn't get big into the DS because that was during the evolution of the console getting starting to really ramp up with games and right. a lot of stuff was going on. So I was more geared toward consoles at that time. And it just wasn't, I guess it wasn't as uh uh, important for me in the gaming world at that time. What's your favorite console? I mean, obviously you're a Xbox series guy right now. Presently yeah. you've had playstations and stuff in the past. And if you set aside the, you know, obvious, you know, graphical uh, advantages. Yeah. That, that, mm -hmm. that today's the gameplay advantages today. What, I, I guess what console has probably given you the, 
the sweetest memories. Like, you, oh, you spent like, the most like, time like with the sweetest, or, probably the best memories yeah, out well, of you, a console. You, you know, that, that, that yeah. sweet spot where you just like, oh, you dude, have such that's, good memories. That's, with. that's pretty, uh, I would say probably the best memories in which are probably, are probably a lot of, uh, nostalgia a lot of uh what i think now as opposed to what probably actually happened right um probably the super nintendo i mean because dude and like how many hours did we play fucking super nintendo dude like a lot of hours and and at the time um and i say this because of our age more than probably anything was it, it was such pure fun and you didn't get anxious you didn't get mad at like i didn't i never really i wasn't one of the people that really got mad at games i get pissed off at another player if you were pulling bullshit but uh (laughs) too many low kicks yeah too many low kicks too many jabs too many you know stop running you know stop running me or hit me with a turtle shell whatever uh what what have you but i mean when you think about that or actually it's either that or probably the N64. One of the two. N64. Because I almost big, forgot about man. the N64. Because the N64, maybe it is the N64, come to think of it, dude. Turok. Like, dude, Turok was mind-bending. Did Turok showcase? Did that, that premiere on the N64? Yeah, it must It have. did. Yeah. Uh, Turok was mind-blowing at the time. Fucking Goldeneye, dude. Like, Goldeneye was the introduction to the FPS, in my opinion. Like, the 3D FPS, aside from Wolfenstein. but right. Wolfenstein was dope too, but I like our neighbor had Wolfenstein. So I get, I'd get to go over there and play. I played it a couple of times, but I didn't have a fucking fancy computer that allowed me to play Wolfenstein and shit, but that's also not a console. So I guess we're, I'm, I went off the beaten path there. Listen, we're going to go way off the beaten <laughs> path because we're going to talk about uh, our, our devices that are in our pockets right now. I'm not talking about our junk either. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk about our joke. <laughs> no, no, fuck yeah, fuck the console. Let's talk about. Um, so, so I would probably say the funnest console, and again, I think it's solely based off of age and, and how how we got to experience all of that stuff. But I, dude, I have so many. When I really think about that, I have so many fond memories of the PlayStation, the PlayStation Two. Uh, I, a funny, a funny quick story is back when Blockbuster started renting games. You oh remember, yeah. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, sure. I remember uh, coming, coming down and visiting and I was living in, well, I, I, I'm not going to say where I was living, but I was, I was living. <laughs> Tell us the street uh, address. No, I, well, I was living a little bit away. It was uh, a couple towns away. And I remember going, bringing down a couple of games from Blockbuster that just came out. And one of the games was Silent Hill. Okay. And another game, I think it was Parasite Eve. And I can't remember. And a couple of other games. I think I got like three games or four games. And I didn't play. And we get down here. And I was playing with a couple of buddies. And dude, going from scene to scene, just fucking draw on, jaw on the floor. Like, oh my God. Did you play in the dark? Yes, we did. Okay, we did. Good. We did. And That's the way. So... You know, think thinking about that, it was like those experiences, dude, can never will never be replaced by anything. No. Um, and I don't know, I don't think it was the console, dude. I think it was the moment. I think it was the story in the game, and I think that said more to me than than anything else. So the console itself and what it brought was probably the N sixty four as far as far as pure fun, dude. Cause I can remember you, me, 
many buddies, many different buddies, just countless out fucking Donkey Kong, just playing Donkey Kong, uh, the Donkey Kong Country, Diddy Kong, uh, part two or whatever, uh, Killer Instinct, um, Mario Kart. Uh, fucking Mario, Super Mario World, or whatever the game was for there. Mario sixty four. Mario sixty four. Sure. Um, just so much with that, but I guess I guess arguably as I as I matured into an adult uh, or a teenager, other consoles meant different things to me, dude. When you got into more serious shit like the Max Payne's and and some of these other games in the later consoles. So Max Payne was a good one. My dog's drinking water again. Hold yeah. on, I just want everyone to hear. That's, Attic. Du- that's Dustin drinking water. Attic. <laughs> I'm a very thirsty fellow. Let me tell you. He, he, for some reason, can't put a cup to his oh. mouth. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Duchess, go lay down. Go lay down. There you go, girl. That's a good spot. All right. And pardon, pardon me. And the pardon highlight the of the show this evening, folks. Listen, you guys didn't know you were going to meet a new cast member exactly. for a culture jack. That's exactly. That's Duchess. She's one of our mascots. Um, Okay, yeah, the the N sixty four, a lot of good memories. Uh, the <laughs> like the blister on your hand from whizzing it around in Mario Party yeah. for those specific mini games. They don't make that's not where like you got that. the blister, but keep going, buddy. <laughs> you were a teenage boy. <laughs> Listen, um, so N sixty four was good. I think for me, it's probably. Probably the PlayStation Two. I mm, want to say that's a good that that's good. Uh I Twisted Metal Two, I think was on PlayStation Two. Was that PlayStation One? I think that was. Hmm, that's a good question. I think it was PlayStation One, maybe. Because Twisted Metal One came out on PlayStation One for yep, sure. Obviously, yep. Regardless, uh Final Fantasy Ten was on PlayStation Two. Well, Dude, Final Fantasy VII, dude, was so epic when on that PlayStation came One out, and shit. I oh. that was my first ever experience with an RPG. Yeah, like that, ever. That, that well, no, I mean, like, not for me because my brother, one of my one of my brothers, was really big into uh, fuck, dude, Nintendo. Man, there were so many good Dragon Warrior and shit on Nintendo, dude. Those okay. RPGs, dude. Dragon were, Quest? No, Dragon Warrior. What is Dragon Warrior? Yeah, it was a Nintendo game. Tell me about it. Summarize it. In- Dude, there was there were so many of the different games, but like it was the 10, one 11, game twelve. <laughs> like you 13, get to travel. 14, oh Jesus! All right, that's it. Yeah, you get to travel around and do these. It was it was a legit RPG. You so hit me, like I hit you. Yeah, but except for except for some of the later ones, like dude, you could be a merchant. You could do these things, and I'm like, this is at the time it was so mind bending. It was still Nintendo graphics though, but they'd have the big pop up little balloon thing and it was yeah 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 and it was just like you could do all these things and i'm like this is so crazy so crazy we're like chrono trigger dude chrono trigger what's i think that was super nes was it, it? it was super nes uh i did not play that one though until years later what did i play that on i think i played it on a nintendo ds i mm. think it was re-released for a nintendo ds and that's where i Finally played Chrono Trigger for the first time. Which was an incredible yeah, game, dude. I, I ended up buying an emulator a long time ago when I jailbroke one of my iPhones because I wanted to play Chrono Trigger. And that's the whole thing. I jailbroke my phone, got the emulator, played it, and was like, dude, it's still, it's still, it doesn't hold up to today's graphics and standards, of course. But I was like, right. dude, this is still a fun fucking game. 
with all the all the character swapping and whatnot. Yeah. Uh what about Final Fantasy Tactics? Do you remember when that game came out? Yeah, I wasn't huge in it. I might You weren't big into Final Fantasy. No, no, my brother my no, not me. My brother was oh. big into tactics and Tom I, was Tom was really yeah, big yeah, into yeah, tactics, yeah. dude. It uh it caught me for a minute and then it was just like ah, it's uh, it just wasn't my thing because during that time for me uh was when I was as I've been for the bulk of bulk of my video gaming life anyways was like I always had to have a flavor of some sports okay. and uh some racing. And so that's what filled the void for like tactics and stuff because I love like Final Fantasy VII, dude. My mind was fucking blown, and then some of the some of the other games like Twisted Metal was fucking insanity. Okay, so uh, you big sports guy, what is your favorite sports franchise, sports game franchise? Is it Madden? Is that is that number one in your in your heart or FIFA? No, well. Fuck that's NFL, hard. That's, NFL that's, Blitz. <laughs> no, not Blitz. Actually, one one of the one of my nostalgic games that I haven't seen in a long time that a lot of people liked that weren't even didn't even care about sports was on Sega, and it was Monster League Football. Did you ever play that? We're like, wait, is that you had like gremlins and stuff? Gremlins and zombies and shit, and okay. like uh, you could like blow up the turf. It was like a no holds barred football game, dude. It was the pre Blitz. To football there, game. I think there's like a, like a Warhammer football game now. Oh, is or there? Or not now, but maybe last generation or something. I don't is know. There? Anyways, that that was one, but not not the, not the favorite. Probably sports wise. I mean, Madden, dude. I played Madden for almost twenty years straight. I did take Tony a couple Hawk of years. Skater. Tony Hawk's a dope one, but probably my number one is uh, Fight Night. Fight Night, okay. Yeah, probably my number one because, dude, any it, specific iteration of Fight Part Night? Three, the last, number the three. last one. I wish that I don't. I wish they would come out with another one. UFC does not compare. No, it does. It's it, <clears throat> you to do a UFC game successfully. Like you'd have to. I mean, because it's mixed martial arts, you'd have to. The, the just the the well the dude the mechanics on it yeah, I've played everyone. Well, well, it's just it, it's junk in the way that they do certain things. The way that they, yeah, it's just junk. But fighting around three, hands down. Yeah, and then and then probably Madden, and then uh, you know maybe a basketball game or a football. I I I just love them, dude. I I just get into them and, and have a fucking blast with them. But you don't you don't like sports games traditionally, right? Okay, so there are two sports games. In probably the entirety of my oh gaming my history, okay. that I just absolutely adore and would probably pick up and play today, and then they're not oh, like, what do you mean? Here we go. This is they're not like classic sports games. I guess it's not like Tech Mobile. Like I love Tech Mobile, dude. You had Deion Sanders. He's like the only guy, one of the only guys you couldn't stop was and tech, shit. Was Tech Mobile? It's Nintendo. like the. It's like the above, like the bird's eye view. The fucking football flies up, and then you got the little 8-bit guy fucking. Do you remember Super Dodgeball for the Nintendo? Vaguely, vaguely. Man, we played that at my grandpa's house a lot. Anyway, no, it's um, the two games. Then are these real sports? Because that's that's one question. Like, are these real? Okay, define a real sport. Like, you, these are real people that are in the sports game. 
Because like Mike, Ten- is it Mike Mike Tyson's Punch Out? Because <laughs> that was pretty fun. What? <laughs> I don't think I ever played So like not robots? No, not robots, dude. That's not a fucking sports yeah, well, game, okay, so bro. You mean like legitimate, legitimate yeah, athletes that play the sport in real life? Uh, an officially licensed game. Let's just say it that way. An officially okay. licensed by by Ascension Sports. So like UFC games are licensed by the UFC. Okay, Madden so is case, licensed by the NFL. In that case, I have one sports game that I like. Okay. And, uh, NFL Street. Did you ever play NFL Street? That is not. <laughs> yes, I played NFL Street. It's licensed by I the NFL. It, it has hate, to be. It's I called NFL it. on the name? Yeah. Why do you hate it? Because of superpowers? Because you could do No, like- no, actually, I didn't mind that. Um, a, I thought Blitz did it better. B. There's only like three players in Street. Yeah, I know. Uh, I just didn't like the way that they did the mechanics on it. Versus, because when you play Madden and you you get decent at Madden. I was never, I wouldn't say I was extremely good at it. Cause I did, I played some kids online or actually Madden's got a pretty, pretty big uh, age group of players in it. It's like, fuck dude. It's incredible. But I I've, uh, I've joined a fantasy football league. I tried to get you to join, but yeah. you've been too busy. Um, so I'm, I'm going to hire you as a consultant. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need your help here. Yeah. I'm going to win my league. Uh, regardless, you want to hear what the other one was? Yeah, go Even ahead. though it's not... It, it's by, not an official by sports By your game. standards, it's not a sports game. But it's basically... It's called Super Mario Strikers. It was for the Nintendo GameCube. Did you ever play that one? It sounds familiar, but I can't recall. Oh, my God. It's one of the best games of all time. Jesus. You could have did like Wii Bowling, bro. Wii Bowling was fun. It was fun. It killed so many TVs, though. It did. Yeah, people were throwing their their uh, Wiimotes and their nunchucks through the TV, which they, is kind of a funny thing. I told you about my uh, our my Wii story. My brother getting his Wii. You probably did, but we, we well, you know, it was cold Alaskan day in November. Just like you know, we waited out for the Xbox yeah. Series. I was talking to your brother about that today. Oh, yeah. That's that's what one of the things we're <laughs> talking because. Uh, the xbox still isn't on the shelves and whatnot oh like, yeah we we made the right choice it's kind of funny that we were simultaneously staying it, you guys were down in one town i was in a different right. town and uh fuck you guys made out like bandits i got fucked <laughs> you I, you well, had to go to a couple different places I, didn't I, you? yes i redeemed myself <laughs> two hours later but i was on the on the road to fuck street <laughs> which wouldn't have been cool I was. That's dude. not where you get Xboxes, dude. That's where you go to no, get I was the box on, off. Well, I was on my way to Fuck Street because oh. the Xbox wasn't available. Oh, so you were just like, I'm gonna play a game of a different I got, store. I gotta get I gotta get my rocks <laughs> off somewhere today. It's not going from this store or that store. When a man can't beat off into an Xbox, he's gotta yeah. do the next best thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the uh, 2025 Xbox commercial, dude. It's the next gen, the next next gen, sponsored by the guys at Culture Jack, dude. What if there's a documentary about the 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 only five people that have gotten PlayStation fives and Xbox Series X? They're actually selling really well, though. What's like, that? The these next these current gen Connor consoles. Yeah, they're imaginary selling well because no one gets them anymore because they're not out or distributed I, or manufactured. I, but yeah, I, they are. The numbers are looking great. They're selling every one that they make, though. They sure are, but no one sees them anymore. So are they real? <laughs> All seven of them. You've never. They don't even hit shelves anymore, dude. Dude, I know. It's I, just like baseball cards. Did I tell you? Oh, actually, let me tell you a funny baseball card about, story. Tell me about Did them. I tell you anything about uh, a store and a baseball card thing? 
a store and a baseball card. No, you didn't. Okay. Um, so a while back, shit, it's been, no, actually not that far. Three months ago. I think it was three, yeah, about, about three months ago. So like, like I, I've mentioned many times, uh, I, I've had fucking baseball cards since I was in high school, since, since I was shit. Some of the cards are from when I was a kid and, uh, I still try to pick up cards on occasion. It's just like an addiction. I want to buy a fucking pack or whatever. I want to crack one and see, you know, crack it open. So, you know, sometimes I get a little crazy with it and blow some, blow some money for no, no needed reason. But anyways, so I was on this kicker and I was, I was, Still, I uh, was obviously doing comics and stuff, but I I opened, I pulled the curtain back on what was happening in baseball, and I was like, oh, shit. There's You're like, some... just one taste. That's all. Well, that's what it's kind of like. It's like, hey, there's some opportunity here, right? And I'm like, okay, okay, let me let me walk in. Let me just look around a little bit. <laughs> and so anyways, I, I started picking up some baseball cards, and uh, I, I pulled some cool shit, and I, I actually had been doing it for a while. And, uh, I go to, oh, it started, right. It started at Target. I go, I go to Target and they start limiting and it says right on this fucking thing. Hey, you can only buy one type of baseball cards. I'm like, what the fuck is this shenanigan? Like they're doing with, Pokemon I'm dealing with cards. a goddamn pandemic net right now. And now I got to deal with fucking one baseball pack. <laughs> God. And so, like, me being the hard-headed fuckhole I can be at times, I, of course, take two, and I get no argument with the guy at the fucking check stand. Why? <laughs> for no reason. For no reason. And then I, I just tell- to, I want you to put hard-headed fuckhole on your business card, <laughs> I know, by the but, way. Well, what's funny, this is what's funny about it. So, this this dude is my my clerk, right? And here I am, a grown-ass man, arguing with this guy that's probably 22 years old, has no business, knows knows nothing about baseball cards, what's going on. Because the market really at that time, it was, if you were holding cards, and actually probably still now, I need to look into it because I got to get rid of a bunch of mine. But, um, dude, there were, there were silly shit happening. Like, cards that were getting pulled, dude, were selling for crazy prices. And so, I uh, I left with the two packs of cards because I was like, dude, like, you're not going to let me leave, or you're not going to let me buy two fucking packs. Well, what if I do two transactions? He's like, yeah, you can do that. Because actually, the systems there, their, their fucking scanning systems would lock it out from you purchasing another pack. Oh, shit. Okay. So, so like, this was a corporate gotcha. thing. This was corpo, dude. This wasn't, like, they fucking built Bill, yeah, Billy at the, the thing. So, anyways, we go through that, right? And then I, I, I continue through the next several weeks, picking it up from them and a couple of But there's not a lot. Like, you show up, sometimes there wasn't any. Sometimes there was a box. Sometimes there was a pack of cards. And so, and actually, I've done this the last couple of years. Um but the picking start to kind of disappear, right? And you're like, and I noticed it. And I say, I've said shit to my wife. I'm like, what the fuck? And so forth and so on. So I start noticing there's none at Target. And then I notice a red sign goes up. We will no longer carry MLB hockey sports cards, period. Those Damn. that want to carry, uh, those that want to buy Magic the Gathering, you will only be allowed one pack of choice at a time, whether it's a booster pack. You know what a booster pack is? Sure, sure, sure. A single pack or whatever the bigger packs are called, right? And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Google it. That, I th actually, it was that day 
Okay, and I was there late in the I was there late in the afternoon. Like actually, it was that evening. I got off of work and it was like probably six or seven. That morning, they had at a Target, and this made national news. A, was this the robbery? No, no. A huge fist fight had started. And the reason that they started all those warnings with one was people were getting into big arguments in the stores. A huge fist fight started <laughs> in a fucking Target. Jesus. And then it they said, fuck this, we can't do it. Because liability reasons, right? Like someone gets hurt in a Target, even though they're fist fighting, they're still technically liable to some degree. And so that store did it. And then another store in, uh, fell in suit with that as well and said, fuck it, we're not carrying them either. And it was like, oh, my fucking God. So, like, you can't buy a baseball card now? See, so, basically, it's a, uh, <clears throat> this is why we can't have nice things sort of situation. Right. Like, you guys just behave yourself. We could have some nice things. That's that's pretty amazing. But that leads me that leads me to a question for you, though. Ask um, that's a That's kind of an extreme, I guess. That Would you say that's kind of an extreme situation on... Or what is your thought, I guess, of the reactions from the retailer and then the people that were associated? I mean, myself, I mean, you, you, you what, what, I guess, what, from your observation of what I described, what is your thoughts of that situation? Like, if I'm the retailer and, and I have a product like that, that's, I don't know, the equivalent of collectible crack that people are just like dying. But you're selling, you're selling out of it. So you're making money. Right. Yeah. I'm putting that stuff behind the counter. I'm selling it like cigarettes, man. Oh, good. But they don't they don't put anything behind the counter at Target. There is no behind the counter. <laughs> this there's a new section. I'm kicking I'm kicking out. <laughs> I'm kicking out. If I'm I'm the target, I'm kicking out half of the pharmacy. Uh oh, the pharmacist. They're taking go. over. I'm taking over their little uh drop-off window. And that's gonna be your pickup window for your baseball cards, your magic wow. cards, your That's actually cards. a fucking good idea. Yeah, I know it is. And uh, the store's going to make record profits this year because <laughs> I'm charging double. I'm charging d- double what they oh, were charging. Think, yeah, I don't know if you'd get away. I don't know if you'd get away with that. I'm doing but. it. I'm, I'm doing it. But the second half of what they pay is Jesus under the table. That's where, that's where I put it all. But, like, the same thing's going on with Pokemon cards right now. Pokemon cards are incredibly popular. And what drives that popularity anyway? Fuck, we talked about this on another episode. We talked about, you know, scarcity yeah, and popularity yeah. and stuff like that. But, um, okay, back to video game uh, consoles. Well, hold on. Uh, the question oh, yeah, I was going to yeah. ask beyond oh, that, though, was uh, because it goes to... It is extreme. It is extreme, I think. Um, well, it goes to uh, consoles as well, right? Okay. And and so I, I guess the question is, um, like what we've seen with consoles, uh, where these guys are buying five consoles. Because you, you see that in sports cards, too, and you see it in comic books. So scalpers. Where, yeah. Yeah, scalpers or people that are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hoard this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And we saw it with the Xboxes, right? And we saw it with, oh, the, yeah. with the Playstations and we saw it with this, we saw it with the, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier, I was talking to your, your brother about the, uh, console and whatnot. And one of the things was like, yeah, I still haven't been able to get that graphics card. And like, they haven't even touched fucking shelves. And here we are. And there's two different graphics. Cards. It's not even excluding, you know, one, it's fucking two. And so they're all being used for, <laughs> bitcoin mining they are that's what that that's what he asked me he's like are those the ones that they're using like yes those are the exact ones (laughs) literally it's fucking bullshit 
Because you go and see videos of them. Have you seen the pictures and shit of those? Of the plants of the of the big oh, yeah. opera? Yeah, yeah, they're insane. They're like yeah. warehouses with yeah. big freaking barn doors on them and yeah. shit. And with it's like, fucking holy. thousands of those fucking yeah. graphics cards That's that bananas. no one can no one can buy. But the question is, is what is the what is what would be a solution or what should be an acceptable practice to either allow or not allow or or keep that going because we're seeing it across several markets. Right. And, and really it can come down to several things, right? I mean, like obviously you have to have money to buy it. Is it open? Is it an open consumer market? Does it matter what the user is going to do with the property because they're purchasing it? Is that the rights of the seller or the rights of the buyer? Does it, I mean, cause that I, I've thought about that a lot because like I have found myself in a position to where like, I wouldn't say I've hoarded, but I I have like, especially with collectibilities, if I find something that I'm like, oh, I'm looking for this thing. And then, oh, they've got two of them. I'm going to fucking buy two of them. Sure, sure, sure. You know, and I've thought about it. And, and granted, the, I wouldn't say the things I've purchased compared to like an Xbox, but it could to someone. And, and I've thought about that lately because I'm like, you know, I go to a comic shop or I go to, I go buy those two box, the only two boxes of, of sports cards there. And I'm like, I don't really feel bad about it per se. Right. I don't, but I, I've thought about it like, fuck. Cause I've gone there when there was nothing as well. I've been like, fuck. Right. Uh, but I mean, what, what is your thought on, I guess the storage responsibility and then being a consumer, you know, is there a responsibility to, to the store or to the, to the item? Because I feel as though there's some fuckery happening. There's definitely fuckery happening, and especially with like online purchases where people have set up these bots that go into uh, Best Buy, and as soon as the item becomes available, they they it buys it up for them, you know, and um, whether it buys it under different aliases or whatever it does. Uh, <laughs> I actually saw a funny post on uh, Facebook, I think it was, where this dude was like, "Man, I buy." I buy five or six of these PlayStation fives at a time. And it was on another post that was talking about, you know, scalpers selling these things for 700 bucks a pop or whatever. He's like, I buy five or six of these at a time. And I use the profits that I, that I sell them for at $650. So I undercut these scalpers <laughs> and I undercut these scalpers. I use the profits to one pay for the bots that I'm using to buy them. And then two, I give them to a, uh, uh, I'm, I'm raising money to buy switches for a local hospital or some, some damn thing like that. Some weird. So that doesn't justi ju justify your shitty, shitty means right, toward the good. Right. And he got called out, you know, right. appropriately for it. But, um, I think when it comes to like collectible cards, when it comes to Xboxes, it's kind of, they're like two different problems because if you're the, the, the seller of these cards or you're the, the distributor of these cards or whatever, you're making money regardless of, you know, who buys them, whether these 10 packs are sold to 10 different people or all 10 packs are, are, are hoarded up by one person. Like you're making your money that way. And I think the problem with, uh, you know, an Xbox uh, Series X or a PlayStation 5 is, yes, the console maker is making that money as well when they go out the door. But if someone buys up five or six of these consoles, they are not going to be buying an equivalent amount of games 
they're not mm. going to be buying an equivalent amount of controllers. So the the kind of the detriment is not only on the consumers that can't get a hold of the consoles, but it's also on the developers of the consoles, uh, you know, on Microsoft and Sony, mm. because they're not getting the profits that they would be generating from an actual consumer opening the box and using the thing. Yeah. Well, no, and, and to extend that thought, though, it just came to mind. And that is they are also reselling it at a higher margin for the most part. Right, right, right. Which takes back away from the retailer that they purchased it from. It takes a customer, a potential customer from that retailer. Because I bought 10 of them. Now I'm going to go sell nine of them or 10 of them. Mm -hmm. That is 10 potential lost customers back to that store that could have bought those 10. Now the, the retailer may not care about that. Mm-hmm. But when I bought 10, those 10 people aren't in that store, not to, just to buy controllers or right. games. If they're still louses that buy physical copies of games. Right. Sure. But but most of the time, as as all of us know, when right. you're in one of those stores, a department store, you're not just buying. You go to buy a console, dude, you're juiced up, right? Window you're, shopping is real, man. Oh, yeah. You're like, fuck yeah, dude. That case, that Cuban Mountain Dew's going home tonight, too, in those bags of Doritos. And- or shit, look at that Look at that TV stand that my new uh, TV uh, that I'm going to get. That Oh, shit, a new TV that yeah, I'm going to get because right. of the. That's a good point yeah. too. That's mm-hmm. a good point no, too. I got to upgrade the HDMI cords. I got to do this. I got to, I want a sound bar because I want the shit to sound great. So it's not, I mean, I guess it's not like apples to apples with the, the cards and the, uh, the consoles. Uh, one thing that I saw recently, uh, you know, the, the steam deck, you, you heard about this, uh, this new portable gaming device, the steam deck. No. Okay, so Steam is releasing so. a like a Nintendo Switch esque gaming console. It's got like a uh, a small screen. It it actually reminded me of the Game Gear when I saw it for the first time. Mm-hmm. But it's got you know joysticks on the side, uh, shoulder buttons. It's got the A, B, the X, the Y, the D pad, and everything else. Touch screen, most likely. But basically, it's a Steam machine. So everything that you can download onto Steam, you can mm-hmm. download onto onto this console. And then it's got like a dock that you can hook it up to a TV as well and use any of your other Bluetooth capable uh, capable things. Well, what they did with the uh, pre-sale for this thing is, yes, you could buy it, but you had to have a Steam account for... I think it was for like three months when the pre-sale went live. Okay. So all these all these people that are buying these uh, or, or creating Steam accounts for the sole purpose of buying this new console, well, they can't just make up a fake account and buy it. Right. It's got to be like an existing user that exists or has existed for the last three or six months. I can't remember or recall what it was. So, uh, I mean, I guess that's one way. To approach it, and I don't know how you would approach it for physical sales or for sales of things that, you know, don't require an account like uh, collectible cards and the like. Hmm. Yeah, that's, well, you can't. There's there's no way, and I guess there is the argument that, like, why doesn't the store order more? Right. That, that was one of the other thoughts that came to mind. But should they put limitations on 
like collectibles like that, do you think? Or should they put limitations on consoles? Because it, you can easily go around those limitations, of course. But adding a barrier, do you think that would help the cause or no? Gosh, I don't know. Like, I don't know, <laughs> one, how you would do it effectively. And then, two, like, why you would even want to as a as a seller of collectible things. Right. Why would you want to stop the sale? Right. If someone wants to buy my entire warehouse full of these baseball cards, I'll let them. I mean, I guess unless uh, you had some kind of um, incentive to, if if one person is buying all this shit or, you know, a handful of people is buying all this shit and does not give a bunch of other people an opportunity to uh, become interested in it and, you know, enjoy the hobby as well, kind of ostracizing them, you know, outside of it, you potentially lose other customers that way. Yeah. But you can't like, I think in that market, like how can you choose that? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like I, yeah, I think that that's where, that's where some of that gets weird. That's where I thought like the whole one pack thing, the whole, and I get it. People were wiping them out, and that the part of the problem that they were faced with, other than the, the fist fight that had happened, which I get. If it if it escalates to physical violence against each other, and it's been building up to that, and then it happens, and it's like, okay, we got to do something like immediately mm. because we can't have guys fist fighting over fucking baseball cards. Period. Right. Right. We. It's just a thing we can't tolerate. Well, look, they they when when uh, teenagers were eating Tide Pods, they locked them all up. Uh, behind not the teenagers but they locked all the tide pods up you know behind in class <laughs> yeah i think they did or they discontinued what was the other thing tide pods and the bass holes yeah do i have a cat going wild somewhere in here it's it's <laughs> it, 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 it's somewhere it sounded like it was in my earphones no it's somewhere it's somewhere relatively close i would i would assume so um hold on i gotta go check on this i mean you know Tell them about tell them about uh, basalts. Right <laughs> um, so, if you can recall, the basalt thing kicked off, which was which was crazy nationally, crazy crazy everywhere. But I I feel like that's a different thing. That that was like some weird drug shit, not not a collectible and not an electronic. I just still the thing that's the the thing I guess that bothers me in like the electronic case. Uh, is not allowing people, other people to utilize these things for their purpose or, or to even get them because like the whole bot thing, that's fuck. I think that's fucking bullshit. It is fucking bullshit. And I think these, these scalpers and, and all of that, I think that is also bullshit. I, I do. I, I think if, if you're going to go to a third tier market, cause I actually talked to a guy. So before all this, all this shit, what was the, uh, the Xbox One S was the smaller white one, right? Uh, for this current generation or the last generation? The Xbox One generation, not the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Xbox One S. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had to buy a replacement Xbox One. And I just so happened to be on uh, Facebook Marketplace or some shit. And, and there's a couple of people that were like, hey, I got one and I, and I don't want it. You know, or my mom bought me one or my boyfriend bought me one or whatever there was a bunch of those uh, or there was a couple i shouldn't say a bunch 
And then I, I ended up uh, bullshitting with this guy. And I was like, man, I keep seeing this guy selling this. And then the, uh, oh, fuck. What was the what was the Xbox Series X? Not the or, Xbox One X. Xbox One X. Yep. Right. And, and then I see that and I'm like, why do I see this guy selling these consoles? And it's like doing the box. And, and so anyways, I, 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 I'm a haggler, dude. Like I will fucking haggle you out of your fucking <laughs> pants and you'll pay me for it. Um, that's just, that's just the thing I do. And, and I'll walk away from a deal. That's a thing that you have to grow to learn because a lot of people get, get uh, emotional and they get attached. It's like, no, walk away, man, walk away. So in this case, I start talking to this guy and I'm like, Hey, like, Hey, you know, are you firming your price? And he, 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 he and haws at me. Well, you know, it's 25 bucks below retail. And I'm like, well, how many of these do you got? And you got any Xbox series X's knowing that he does. Cause I saw his fucking name posted to one. And he's like, Oh yeah. And uh, so yeah, I do. And it's 50 bucks under or something. And we go back and forth, go back and forth, go back and forth. And finally, I just ask him, like, dude, how did you get these? Like, because he, at, at one point, he was bragging to me. He's like, hey, I've got. they fill up a truck. Hey. Well, that's what it appeared because he's like, oh, because uh, I asked him, how many of you guys? like, oh, well, I got like 25 Xbox Series S's left. And I'm like, how does a guy get 25 left? And he's like, oh, I've been selling them for months. And long story short. He just says, oh, well, I got a retailer during Black Friday to sell me a pallet of these things. And I've been retailing or I've been selling them since now to give the guy some credit. He is selling them below MSRP. Dang. I- <laughs> but this motherfucker bought a pallet. I want I want them all to go broke. I want them to die on their <laughs> on their pallet of Xboxes. But isn't it, isn't it like fuckery though? I mean, there's so much fuckery in the system that it prevents like genuine people that the consoles any, and I bring up the graphics card thing because like the graphic card thing is bullshit too. It's like you're using it for crypto mining and good for you. But like the intent of that card was for designers and was for, for video game people. Right. Period. Like that, that's the intent. And yes, you can utilize it for that, which is the same bag of shitheads that, or buying 10 fucking Xbox Series X's and selling them for $1,000 each. That, you know, companies definitely need to to find a find a good way to <laughs> prove your humanity to in order to get these things. Uh, <laughs> retail stores don't need to be selling dudes pallets of Xboxes to to sit on like smog the dragon right (laughs) in fucking lord of the rings or hobbit or whatever the fuck he was in anyway um i don't know a way around it like what what if these selling platforms well no there's too many dude i was gonna say what if the selling platforms if you got caught like selling the same item over and over and over what if they eliminated it but there's too much it's too big eliminated them like killed them Pretty much. No, like, like, <laughs> like they block their account. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they could just make another account, though. I know. Well, it's, it's. I mean, if it would be more than that, like they block your PayPal and, and all that. But the problem with that is, is that you have other people that collect shit that right. will sell well, and then, 10, you know, 10x of like, an item. There's like um, some of the, some of these games like Call of Duty or whatever that, you know, to, to stop hackers and cheaters, they will. They will ban an ISP 
or they will um, uh, otherwise ban a a device as well. And so they could probably do that. However, I don't I don't have a VPN, so maybe like VPN they get around it that sort of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and and realistically, these are luxury items. Like all these things that we're talking about, these are all hobbies. These are all fun things. Um, really a, a rationing of any of those things. It, I mean, it sucks, but it's not like, it's not like toilet paper back in March of 2020. You know what I'm saying? No one pack per family, sir. I know. Well, but it, a lot of that was that's those same fucking assholes. Well, and then, you know, one thing they could do to really eliminate it or cut down on it at the very least is all physical sales. You know, no digital sales. There's no no bots involved if it's all brick and mortar for That's hardware. true. That's very um, true. And that doesn't really necessarily solve the problem of the cards, but even with the cards, you're not having bots purchase them. You're you're having real people come in and you can see, hey guy, I've seen you in here three times today or whatever. Yeah. Scram, you know, yeah. go buy a pack of toilet paper. It's gonna get bad again. Or whatever, you know. Um yeah. So physical sales, I think, could really limit it. And if it is digital sales, uh, to use a thing like a subscription, like Steam is doing for the Steam Deck, I think that could, I think that could resolve it as well. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good thought. That is, it, it just came to mind. We we're talking about all this console stuff right. and all this, and it was like, you know, one of the most relevant issues that has, in my opinion, not allowed for for consumers to go to market or or go enjoy some of these games in both senses the pc and the the consoles that are currently out is these fucking scalpers and then of course my firsthand experience with the stupid baseball cards which is like this is getting so fucking ridiculous i man. know i know i remember you made that episode that culture jacked episode about uh <laughs> what was it kill all bots i think you yeah said. yeah yeah you were really upset at that i think I we was. were trying to pre-order the xbox we, we both did well we, you were trying to order the uh graphics card i did both i was trying yeah. to do both i tried to do two different versions Very of upset. two completely different versions of the you uh, called me crying and I, was like, <laughs> I was not crying <laughs> Uh, but I tried to order two different versions of the graphics card, and then we both got fucked on the on the uh, pre-order. Right, which actually turned out to be a blessing in disguise because we got our stuff on release day. Yeah, without any. Yeah, and a lot of the pre-order guys got hung up for. They months. did. They did. They did. Um, but that at the time, though, we're very frustrated for sure. Oh yeah, because it's one of those things where it was like, here's another example of an epic fail that like didn't warrant it like yeah. put safeguards in play put things in because that's my problem with some of these fight uh some of these things like nvidia they backed out of selling the cards altogether and they just forced it on to the third party when all this happened mm. or after all this this first wave of shit happened they're like fuck it we're you guys deal with it and it's like that's not necessarily the right thing you're you guys are the ones that actually developed the the architect for this and you created this and now you're just pushing it off onto them. That's kind of a, a, a not a good move. But my concern is, is as we go into 2020, the, the latter part of 2021, and as we start heading into 2022, it's like, what does that environment look like as far as these items? Because outside of it, and you're right, it is a luxury item, but it's also a community item. It also right. is in, in any regard, whether it's baseball cards, that's a community. Like that's a very strong 
long living community of people that support it, that are active in it, that are contributors, uh, sellers, all, all of that thing. Um, the video game community, whether you're on PC or console, at the end of the day, you are still a supporter of the video game community. Right. And, and for the, the, the big cheeses in charge of each of these industries, like, like I said, you know, as with the collectibles and as long as I'm selling my warehouse full of goods, I'm fine. But realistically, like you said, the community is important. And so they want a strong, robust community behind their product. And so I'm, I don't know. I think it's a, it's, it's a, it's a problem they need to figure out. <laughs> That's what I think. Enough said. Okay. Uh, I I wanted to talk about all that. Well, maybe I wanted to talk about all that. You want to talk about some of it. I want to talk about some of it. But I wanted to ask you about mobile games specifically. I've been, you know, for the last several days, weeks, months even, I've had some very restless, sleepless nights because I just wanted to know how you feel about mobile games on cellular telephones. It's been really a tough time for me. Damn, I'm, I'm sorry that you've had such a struggle. You have no and, idea. And restless. You have no idea. And, and restless nights. Um, seeing my counselor tomorrow. <laughs> ah, that's that's such a good uh, that's such a good thing. Um, <laughs> that I'm having sleepless nights. No, the question. No, the question. Mobile games. Oh. Uh, I think I don't know if I sent you the link to this or not. I recently watched the beta run the the beta runs on the Xbox online service with cell phones. Uh Xcloud. Xcloud, there mm-hmm. you go. And this dude had the controller adapter for his his Apple phone and I was like this is fucking amazing. The backbone? Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one yeah, that kind of like spreads out. And- yeah, and then your your phone and it's kind of a expanded controller is like I think that's fucking incredible and amazing. It's really cool. Right. You have to, I'm sure you have to have some five, five, some bold 5G shit oh, or some yeah, Wi-Fi. Man, like I'm right presently right now, I live basically in the woods. My, my internet's run off of a potato that I've duct taped to a tree. <laughs> yeah. The only game I can play without leg is hoop and stick. Actually oh just God. roll it down the driveway. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so, so I, no X cloud for me. No, no X cloud for you until you go to the big city. When you hang out in the big city, you get to play it for, yeah. When I come, stay, just drive around the city for a little bit, honey, let me play. Let me play me, me Xboxing. <laughs> me when, Xboxing. When we, when we uh, saddle up the horse and buggy and we get, you know, out to the town, head over yonder. Yep. Uh, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll douse the last candle we have before we have to have to buy a new one. And we get to the big city. Play X Cloud for a minute. Um, so seeing that, I'm like, fuck yes. Outside of that, I I have played on and off mobile games for a long time. Um, like I said earlier in the episode, the emulator thing for me was cool for a while, and then I had to stop jailbreaking my phone because it was fucking my phone. <laughs> so I was like, okay, no more, no more of that shit. Um I have a handful of games on my phone. Some of them, what I don't like about a lot of the cooler phone games that are from my experience with, with the cooler phone games is so much of the pay to play bullshit. Right. You know, you got to speed, you, you want to speed this process up. Wink, wink, just 
drop a couple bucks over here and we can get you a time, a little time advancer. Cause so many games on mobile are that way. You start off great. You're building your city or you're building your army or you're building this thing. And it's fun, genuinely fun. And then you'll hit a point like an hour in to where it's like, Oh, now I got to wait, you know, three hours for this thing to build or unless, unless you kick us some money. So, that part of it, I fucking hate. I really do. Right. I think that that's that's hot trash. Like you got to change that. We learn from consoles. Okay, take a lesson from consoles. Yes, you're making money now, but long term, dude. The, the the guy that wants to play a game like that, he'll just go download the other game for free, delete your game, play that game for three hours, <laughs> or or play one. something else. Yeah, because uh, that's just the nature of the beast. So. That's how I feel about some of that. The xCloud stuff, I think there's potential. Um, and there, there, there's some good games. I do think that mobile gaming is going to continue to expand. And I think Xbox doing what they're doing is smart um, with allowing you to connect to your Xbox archive and your Xbox console and, and all of those things remotely. I think that's smart business. And I think there's an opportunity there. Um. And then I've got bullshit phone, you know, like a, a handful of slot games, slot machine games sure, sure, sure. that are just fun that I don't care. Like, I don't care if I win or lose. It's a time waster. How much real world money have you spent on mobile games? Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Okay, good man. Me, myself as well. Yeah, I don't think Do, I've spent a single dollar on a game. And Without incriminating the innocent, without uh, exposing your friends and family, uh, I don't need to know who they are. But what is the highest amount of real world dollars that uh, someone you know has spent on a mobile phone game? Mm. I'm not 100%. I'm uh, not 100% sure if it was a mobile game. It might have been. Um, and I would say 500 bucks in a night. 500 bucks in a night? Yeah. Oh, man. Do you know what kind of game it was? I think it was like uh, the whole credit, the whole credit thing, the add-on shit, dude. I should know better because it was my four hundred bucks. Actually, it was four hundred bucks, and it was my four hundred bucks I got spent. So. It was your four hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh, so you did? Like I didn't. You spend haven't it. bought anything, but you have financed someone else's. Uh, not by choice. Let me gotcha. put it that way. Okay, fair enough. Fair so, enough. Say no more. Um. That is the most, I don't know a lot of people that actually pay to that. I mean, that, that was a situation that never arose again. We'll put yeah, it that yeah. way. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but I don't know people that, that dump. I do know people though, that do this though. And I know this is, I know that this is different in the sense of, uh, well, maybe it isn't actually, I don't think it is because I think you can use the same account shit is those stupid fucking, um, subscription card things. You know, like Roadblocks, uh, oh, the sure, Farmville, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that shit. Because I think you can play Farmville on your phone. I believe so. Right? Farmville. Let me put a cigarette up to my mouth. I haven't heard that name in years. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about? Those those like subscription cards and, and you're buying yeah, 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 coins that, and tokens. But it's the same. All of it's pretty close to the same to where it's, it's like. It's going to the same place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like advance faster, grow faster. Play faster, play more, essentially is what it is. 
three hundred dollars was for, the most, for, I, most for, I've ever known. Oh, anybody. you did? No, no, no. I've spent I was like, zero dollars. Damn, let it out, dude. Let it out, bro. <laughs> Cry it out, bud. You know what is so sad? What, what did they, hold on? Do you, you know someone that spent three hundred dollars? What did they spend three hundred dollars on? Uh, it, it was a game called Clash of Clans. Oh my god. Yeah, you, are you familiar with this one? It's like I, a base I, building. Yeah, I'm, I know what it is. Uh, yeah, they would they would play it on occasion not on occasion obviously they were pretty well addicted to the thing um and just like you said in order to build buildings faster yeah. or level your your characters your heroes faster you uh and and they had you know a whole bunch of people in their clan too so it was like a community of mm. these uh spending sons of bitches and three hundred dollars uh he said that to me and i i was taken taken aback however I start thinking about the value proposition of regular games. You pay $60 for a game. And I've said this uh, before on the podcast. Uh, I think I got it originally. You know, the first time I heard it was from a YouTube creator named uh, Boogie2988. He's kind of a, a big guy or used to be a big guy. He's lost a bunch of weight since then. But um, if you spend $1 for every hour that you play a game, that's a pretty good value proposition for your time. I mean, like if you consider, you know, movies or mm -hmm. whatever else. Uh, and so if you put $300 into a game like Clash of Clans, do you think that's a good value proposition for your time? Yeah, but you did no time. You did no comparison. How much time did he get for the $300? Well, I don't I don't know necessarily. I mean, like, and did he say, like, I burned through that in a night? I'm like, God damn, dude. Right. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. I don't like his here's here's my ROI on that kind of shit. Uh -huh. Right. So while the game, yes, is free and you're expanding or whatever. What is the tangible return? Was it an expansion or was it time? If you're speeding up time to play a game more, you're going to end. The end result is you needing to speed up time <laughs> right, again. Right, right. OK, so that's a that's a null. Right. So you will never beat time in that game. Right. That's the fucking point. Right, and, and it's South not. You had a really good episode on that. Well, 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 and it's not just like that game. Like I just explained, like dude, there's tons of. There's a zombie X game or zombie Z game that I played that was funner than shit until you hit that fucking threshold. Ring. Oh, you got to have these resources to play, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'll, I'll wait it. I'll play it tomorrow. No problem. And right. put the fucking game down. And it's unfortunate that that it's that it's that way. But those games are not geared toward the players those are geared toward the the uh, mining of money which is crazy to me too because a lot of those fucking games have a shitload of ads too on top of that right well uh it's funny that you said because you said earlier that uh you know they need to take the these mobile games need to take a uh a, out of the playbook of the consoles right and yeah and hey buy the game play the game enjoy the game sort yeah. of thing unfortunately these pay-to-play games, these candy crushes, these clash of clans, these top wars, these battle fucking of the Angry Birds. <laughs> Angry Birds used to be an incredible game. Yeah. Like the the original Angry yeah. Birds. I played the sequel. I think it was on my father-in-law's phone. And every like three minutes it was popping up with the hey, you want to buy the special boomerang eagle? Oh, you wanna yeah. You want to get a little um, the bigger boomerang, bigger uh, slingshot over here? You want to you fire an angry bird that shits tacos? Here yeah. it comes. You can buy it if you want. And so it has turned into a mess. 
So I think the unfortunate, inevitable conclusion to all this is that consoles are going to be taking uh, notes from the the mobile gaming uh, sphere, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't think so, dude. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think the Xbox approach, uh, I think, get the subscription, get your ultimate blah, blah, blah. It bypasses all of that shit. Um, we're going to provide you with the best IPs. We're going to buy, uh, allow you to purchase things if you'd like to. Um, independently, you'll see it with with uh, uh, certain software providers and, and and creators. But I don't think we're going to see it. What, what I think we're going to see is uh, Xbox do their cloud thing and be like, fuck you guys. Watch what we're going to do to you guys. Because the other thing with, with a lot of those games, too, is a lot of those are like just studio or not even studios, dude. They're like independents or they get share groups together or Dustin and Anthony came up with an idea. We pitch it to a software developer. We get, okay, how much is this going to cost? What are your ideas? Let's put a concept. Let's build an IP together. And then let's put this thing on an app because that's where you can get an app dev team to create it. And then if it runs, it runs. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And then this is the proposition for you to create it. So I think that's where a lot of those things go. They don't have longevity around them. Like how many times have you talked to someone outside of some of the games you mentioned, Candy Crush, Mm -hmm. Angry Birds, what else? Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans. (laughs) Bejeweled. Bejeweled. I don't know. There's a um, there's a bunch of them out there. You know what cracks me up too is like these mobile games that you see advertised on uh you know TikTok and Facebook and YouTube that are <laughs> so stupidly simple where it's like save the princess, find the bigger yeah. number and then they always pick like the smaller number and then they right. fail and they're <laughs> like god damn it you fool, that was the wrong number. I could have right. done that way better, which is the most obvious attempt to, you know, I'll download the game. I'll show you. And I think some of those have been like exposed as like not even functioning games. Yeah. Like you download them and it's just a, a cartoon or an animation mm. or something. Yeah, probably. But there's so many, like there's so many, so many commercials. There's so, and I, I just don't think that they, I don't think they have the longevity like you see with the console game though too. Like, you take console game like Tekken, right? That's been around for fucking a long time. You know what you're getting when you get Tekken. If you look at uh, Fallout for the most part, if you look at a, a lot of these IPs that have been around, it's like you should be able to pick up a item with uh, that name, that brand with worth, with, with value and say, hey, um, I know that this is the next grand theft auto five or the next grand theft auto game or any grand theft auto game and know that it's going to be good whether it's on console your phone or whatever look at uh uh fallout in its heyday when they did fallout shelter which fucking rocked yes they sold shit on there but you could also play the game as long as you fucking wanted and it still rocked yeah i played the fuck out of fallout shelter that was a, it was a fun game when it came out for you sure. know and then they dropped what fallout 4 i think with that shortly after right yeah that was because it was day and date for fallout shelter and then they were like and in three months fallout 4 is coming out yeah which was bananas it was still a good game even though it wasn't my favorite fallout game no it was but 
that's my point though, is, is like these console games, if they get that cloud stuff to work and the graphics look good. And I, I, I think that those, uh, those, some of them, because there's always going to be a place for mobile games. So I think I'll, I also think that dude, there's always going to be a place for it. Cause some, someone's always going to push. Well, and it's a different, if it's a different audience it is. for those games, like those games aren't designed to be attractive to you and myself. No, they're designed to be uh, attractive to, you know, maybe a stay at home mother who wants to, yeah. you know, in between her, in between her, her they're, kids they're, and her they're like spots. Yeah. They're, stuff, they're, they're time fillers. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Just like, oh, I'm going to get in and do some Sudoku. Go, go Sudoku <laughs> or uh, crossword or go, go take a, take a dump and play, you know, beach battle or whatever. Yeah. The hell. Um, yeah. That's, you know, what's funny about that X cloud is that, you know, Xbox, Microsoft had to come up with a browser-based solution to oh, work around yeah. iOS, which is awesome that they did. Yeah. And they were just like, we're going to play it on your device. Whether you, whether you like it or, or not, not. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Because they wanted they wanted all the, uh, roy- essentially, they wanted the in-game royalties to be ran through the store. And it's bullshit, dude. But a byproduct of that is now that they have a web-based solution for that, uh, PlayStation 5 also has a app that is a browser on their <laughs> on their <laughs> console. So now if you are a Game Pass subscriber, there's no reason why you could not play Game Pass games on your PlayStation 5. Oh, that's right. You that's know what true. I mean? Oh yeah. That's true. The thing the thing that goes into question when they do that stuff, the streaming stuff, mm-hmm. especially like so is your Xbox the one that's pushing that data or is it is it coming out of a legitimate cloud? And then how does it optimize to the hardware to push whatever whatever degree of resolution and and power? I guess that's always the question. Well, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, in in the big city that we've talked about earlier, it, it will work way better than it does here out in the boondocks. Uh but it's latency is always going to be an issue with any streaming based gaming platform, especially because not everywhere is as wired for connectivity right. as, as other places. So, right. um, I don't know. I think, I think we'll struggle with that for a long time, but I just, I think it's funny that, you know, PlayStation is one potential home. <laughs> For their main competitor's uh, subscription service. Yeah, which is cool. I, I think it's cool, dude. I think it's cool, too. And it's cool for, fuck, it's cool for PlayStation owners as well. They don't need to go yeah. out and buy an Xbox. They can they can get a subscription service. They can, they can make an account. They can buy Xbox games. They still utilize the PlayStation. And still use the PlayStation. They don't need to There's, buy an Xbox console. It's a win for everybody. It really is. Yeah. Especially, like... When those big Bethesda games, the next Elder Scrolls game comes out, they you know they can it, still play if it. if it pushes uh, if it pushes the hardware of the system to its capabilities, that's that's going to be the question because well, because yeah. it, I mean if you have it on a PlayStation, we'll say whatever five right and or six Pro or whatever it is, once it's all up and going really nicely, 
and it, it's coming in like PlayStation Four, you're gonna be like, yeah, no, right, no, sir, I'm gonna just go buy a fucking Xbox. That because that's the real question is is like. What resolution is it coming in? What frame rate is it coming in? Are you going to try it? Are you going to get it and give it a run through? I, w- I was going to do it on my phone. Let me know what happens. Let me know how that Yeah, because I think the beta is out right now. I was watching a video and he, the dude shows you how to get into it. Um, let the culture jack, the audience knows. knows oh, I will. Goes. Knows oh, how that goes. Uh, yeah, no, I will. Because they already were doing this, though. That's the funny thing. Because they were doing the whole uh, play your Xbox games on your PC the remote play thing where it would turn on your Xbox in another right, room right. and you could essentially play it with your computer in a different room. And it was using, I think it was using the, if I remember correctly when they, when they were doing it and I could be wrong, but I thought it was using the hardware to push and then your internet to pull. And that's how you got the resolution on your, you could have a shitty laptop and still get decent, decent resolution and decent stuff because it was literally coming from that device. But yeah. then they changed, I believe they changed it, or maybe they're still doing it, but they changed it over to the whole, uh, essentially, if you buy the Xbox games that allow you to have, or I think it, maybe it's exclusive to Microsoft games, but allows you to get it for your PC and your fucking Xbox, which was like, Jesus, that's a good deal. I always thought that was a killer deal. Well, and then with xCloud too, you know, it, yeah, it could be played on your competitors. It can be played on a on a cell phone. I mean, realistically, it can also be played on a previous generation console. It can be played on yeah. Xbox One. You'd be playing Xbox Series X games at hopefully near the same fidelity on a Series X as on a on an Xbox One. But I think that's all the questions I have for you about mobile games. I'm gonna end the episode of Zara right with you. Because yep. I, I heard you have to get to Fuck Street. Yep, head to Fuck Street, boys. <laughs> so that's that's going to be it for a today's episode of the Friday Show. I'd like to thank my guest, uh, Anthony. Thank you for coming. Uh, not a guest. I'd like to thank my co-host, uh, Anthony, for coming. No, not even a co-host. I would like to thank uh, the, the founder, the Daddy Anthony of Culture Jacked uh, fame. Here on the on the show tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Mama co-founder. <laughs> <laughs> was some weird cultish shit. Uh yep. that's it for the episode today. We have other shows on the podcast. We've got on today's episode. We've got a couple of new shows talking about video games, talking about movies. We've got Monday Madness, where you know, sometimes I might show up, but also Anthony gets to talk about his cool shit there. And then we've got all the other specials that we do when there's big events that come out. You can get a hold of us, you can get a hold of the show at Facebook or Twitter or Instagram at Culture Jack. You can also send us an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com and leave us a review. It helps greatly with the computer overlords and the algorithm in general. But that's all we have for today. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and we'll talk to you on the next one. Cheers. Cheers.